When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, hi, guys. Oh, that water's cold. So, what's the haps? Bertie, what are you doing here? Oh, you know, Mom told me there was a mission afoot. Feet? Anyway, I tracked Dad's phone, swim, 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 eavesdrop, eavesdrop, eavesdrop. You shouldn't be here. And yet, here I am. And not a moment too soon. No offense, but your plan stinks. Excuse me? You're excused, and you're welcome. Because I'm here now, and I'm going to save your sorry butts. Bird. Wait, that was my big action hero moment, and I didn't nail it. I can do better. Birdie. <clears throat> because the bird is here now, and I've come to save your sorry butts. And to record six minutes out of time, rewind. This is for people who have already listened to all of six minutes and episodes one through 14 of Out of Time. For those episodes, there will be spoilers. There are kids in this world who are different. Special. They go to school in a place you can't find on a map. And they're about to get a new classmate. Hello, it's Jess Fisher. I'm here with series creators Chris Terry and David Kreisman. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Today we'll be talking about episodes 313 through 314. Time for Jimmy the Badge and the Bird. And time to break into a Supermax prison. And sure. uh, we don't have a guest this week because I forgot to ask Amy <laughs> <laughs> to find one for us. So I know all of y'all who are sending in auditions. There's a lot going can, on. There's a lot going on. You can on, be yes. mad at me. Also, you guys heard me last week. My brain was mush. Mm-hmm. My brain was mush. Mm-hmm. My sinuses were mush. Mm-hmm. All of it was mush. Um, are you feeling demush? Mush, mush, mush. Well, a little bit, but I did have to go get some expectorant today because it's oh. just that mm. lingering cough. Y'all, keep keep healthy this spring. It's just whatever this cold I got was not fun, and you're all going to get it. <laughs> oh, that's something to look forward to. <laughs> you're all going to get it. <laughs> it's hitting everyone in L.A., and it's going to come to you, and you're going to get sick. Mm-hmm. So just drink your ginger shots, you know, sleep, all that business. Absolutely. Yeah. Stay hydrated. Yep. San stay Diego. hydrated. Yep. Is that from, what is that? Well, stay classy, San Diego. Um, is, uh, mm-hmm. Anchorman. Yep. I actually haven't seen Anchorman. <laughs> oh, <we're> surprise. <laughs> I recommend it. It's <laughs> good. Surprise. We received a theme song from a fan this week. Mm-hmm. That's and it exciting. was out of this world mm-hmm. so good. It was from a super fan named Graham. Mm-hmm. He like played piano and everything. So I don't want to play it until we can have him on because one, it was like vocally amazing. It was hilarious. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you've got a theme song knocking around in that brain, send it our send way. Send it, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was theme I was, songs, fan art. We like it all. Absolutely. Kind of jumped to the top of the list with that uh, that song. He really did. He yeah. really did. I mean, it was so good. I was like crying, laughing. It was amazing. Well, hope we can have it on, and we're gonna hear it. Have him on, and we're gonna yeah. hear it. 
So now y'all can get excited. Yeah. I have a really lovely mailbag. Oh, let's hear it. A, love, a lovely one. <laughs> um, when you are writing a podcast, yeah, do you I've write the story first <laughs> and then divide it up into episodes? Or do you write each episode individually? Well, that's a good question. Well, the answer is both. We do write the story first um, and we figure out kind of broad strokes. We try to figure out as much as we can in advance. Um, and then we start to break it up into episodes. But as we're writing the episodes, we still have a lot of stuff to figure out because the story is not figured out that specifically. So, yes, we know the story. And then as we go, we're writing a few episodes at a time. You've got a good outline to go by. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. We know where we're headed in certain spots. We know where we're headed for the end of the season for, for sure. And then there's a lot of invention. And And one of the fun things about Six Minutes has always been painting our characters into corners, coming up with a with a mm. cliffhanger and not knowing how we're going to get out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that is Where fun. it's going to go next. Um, when in doubt, put your characters in a situation. Make your characters smart enough that they can figure things out and put them in an impossible situation and see what happens. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's some really good writing advice. I love that. I have I have one from uh, the Unanswerable Apple Podcast. All right, let's hear it. Uh, this is a fun one. Again, I think we've had, this is from Bunny's Love 11. I think we've had Bunny's Love 11 before. I believe we have, yeah. yes. Yeah. Monica used to work for Whittier Corp with Dr. Whittier, which I assumed was in Alaska. I also assumed that when the doctors took the blood from Cyrus for Dr. Whittier's project, that they were in Alaska. But then last night when I was trying to sleep, I realized that Cyrus said he was born and raised in D.C., did Monica and James what? live in Isn't Alaska before they had kids? Or did all that Monica working at Whittier Corp, something that happened in D.C.? Now, I don't remember him ever saying that he was born and raised in D.C. I remember that, that, that they had moved to Alaska. I don't remember exactly what age, but they haven't been there forever. Right. And that James was working for the government in D.C. Oh. When was that? When did we bring that up? I can't even remember. Uh, we've talked about it a bunch. I mean, in the in the first few episodes, they talked about how they'd been there only for a few years. Mm-hmm. So is there a Whittier Corp in D.C.? Uh, yeah, there's Whittier Corps all around the world. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it was Whittier Corp D.C. then. Yeah, there's one here in Maplewood. That's right. Right. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Of course. That makes sense. That makes a ton of sense, actually, that there would be multiple Whittier Corps. That's funny. That's exactly my uncle li- worked at the in DC, and then he moved to Alaska as well. That's well, so if you're cool. going to be working for Whittier Corp, yeah, <laughs> yeah, for Whittier Corp, no, for the army. Well, yeah, if you're going to be working, uh, you know, as a secret a- secret high end agent without a job description, uh, <laughs> then then DC is where you start out with that. Uh, and you have the your, full force of the U.S. military. Is, what was that? Is your uncle Admiral Grayling? Yes, <laughs> that is him. I knew it. I knew Uncle it. G, as you call him. Uncle G. Oh, Uncle G. No, I have I have a lot of like high ranking military family members, if mm-hmm. you would guess that. Because that doesn't mm-hmm. seem like I come from that type of family, but I absolutely do. Very high ranking Air Force and Army and I actually have the ability to call the full force of the U.S. military if I I need to. (laughs) Really? That's (laughs) good to know. I might need that someday. (laughs) Right. Um, Uh, I got—go ahead. No, go ahead. I I had one more, but go ahead. Okay, well, it's my turn. Yeah, your turn. Landon emailed me, replied to my newsletter this week. Also, if you're not signed up for the newsletter, sign up for the newsletter. I mean, come on. Um, When is the third season of The Natureverse coming out? How do I sign up for the newsletter? Oh, of course. You have to go to gcmshows.com, and usually there's a pop-up. But if not, you can just scroll down to the bottom, and you can sign up to the newsletter there. Great. Yep, yep. Uh, The answer is the third season of Natureverse being written currently. Centered around Father Time. Mm-hmm. Typing. And uh, we expect early next year, probably. 
for it to come okay. out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Forgive me for noticing this, y'all, but you seem a bit tired. Is there a reason for this? <laughs> Dave, and I, Dave and I are a little. Dave and I are a little exhausted. Yeah. Well. Okay. I, we so, were, what's cooking we were, in, in Chris's corner? What's what's uh, cropping up for Kreisman? Uh, cropping up for Kreisman. <laughs> oh. Oh. So okay. Have you been yeah, saving? Like that. Have you been saving no, that one? I swear that was just off the cuff. Are I you swear. serious? Oh, that I was swear. so good. <laughs> uh, well, what's cooking in Chris's corner is that. I am finding in order to get everything done, I'm getting up earlier and earlier and earlier. Ugh. So this morning. What is it at? Well, this morning was 4 a.m. Oh, my gosh. And But it's only also because, as you know, Jess, I'm a big cyclist. And exactly, a lot of times yeah. if I don't have time to do any rides, I get up early. And Dave's the same way. He works out early most of the time, right, yeah. Dave? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I walk the dogs at 5.15 every morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I, I actually work out at 6, and I feel like that's pretty early, but right. that's y'all are beating it. And you know my time. That's like 1 a.m., right. <laughs> 4 a.m. your time. <laughs> it is really weird to be on the bike trainer at 4 and get off at 6, and nobody's awake yet. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, that's generally my goal is to try to get in at least an hour and a half of writing before people wake up in my house. Wow. Yeah. That's a so, very good goal. That's yeah. a goal. Um, wow. Anyway, and we were we were uh, we were in studio uh, yesterday and today for uh, Who When Wow Mystery yep. Edition. Yep. So I was directing in the studio all day today. Yep. That's that fun. is why we're tired. Yes. Jeez Louise. Yep. And I was Lots teach I was teaching today at the co- my college gig, so that also wears me out. It's a wow. Of, it's a long class. So I'm tired. Yeah, my that voice is tired. Like a lot. I have a cough drop in though because my voice is tired. So if you can hear my cough, if I'm sounds like I'm chewing a cough drop, then that's why. Wow. Yeah, Jess, Jess, you sound Jess, you, you sound amazing. You sound you sound amazing. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty well rested. I've I've been taking melatonin. It's been awesome. Nice, um, <laughs> perfect. That's pretty much the long short of it. Right. Started at a new gym. It's awesome. Uh, but that's <laughs> you know getting up. Well, I mean the work the work is still heavy on our end, but it's it's not as nearly as much as y'all. So I salute you. <sighs> well, it's very nice. With your military background. Yes. I salute you properly mm-hmm. with the correct <laughs> angle to my forehead. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Nice. Um, you know what? I'm going to go ahead. Ivan, you want to give us a recap? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Ivan, Ivan, sounds, Ivan sounds a little tired, too. Ivan, what have yeah. you been doing? <laughs> Just Ivaning. <laughs> Lots of arms, doing yeah. arm things. Yep. Running Ivan experiments. Stuff, yeah. Running experiments, cooking up serums. Good, mm-hmm. good. Episode 313. Jimmy and the Badge map out their plan to break into a super mech's prison, but Burry arrives to join the team. They need a mermaid if this is going to work. Monica, at Cyrus's bedside, gets a call from Brindley, who seems to be forgetting. Jimmy, the Badge, and the Bird spring into action, but when the alarm goes off, Badger might be trapped inside. Episode 314. James and Birdie are about to give up on Badger making it out of the prison, but at the last possible moment, he arrives with the cargo. Brindley goes to visit Dr. Solstice and discovers that Penn is her son. Dr. Solstice denies Brindley's request to go home. Brindley goes out to the beach where she runs into Jude and then sees a military boat on the shore. Did James Anders send it for her? James, Badger, and Birdie return to Holiday Corp with the possible solution to saving Cyrus. But Monica is shocked to learn that what they've delivered is Magnus. Wow. That was really cool. Yeah, that was I didn't cool. know how much I was excited to hear Magnus <laughs> arrive. And mm-hmm. it was like kind of 
like, I know this is probably not a reference that our listeners should or would know, but kind of Silence of the Lambs vibes. Mm-hmm. Yes, like he's, yes. he's like rolled in and has no rolled control in. and like mm-hmm. yes. they're going to use this villain for, for good in a way. Right. Um, completely uncontrollable, you know, like mm-hmm. it's pretty, it was one pretty freaky, but two also like so exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Loved it. And it was fun that the sequence of them getting him out of the prison had uh, the same music as what we heard in the beginning of Six Minutes. It was that totally. action music. Yep. Mm-hmm. Totally agree. I'm not, I, I'm not like an action movie person. That's just never really been my thing. But I think in Six Minutes, they're my favorites. Like, I, <laughs> I was eating up these episodes. They're so fun. Nice. It is really fun. And one of the things that a lot of times when we're writing, there's the question of uh, anticipation versus surprise. You know, what's going to be a thing you don't see coming and it's a huge twist. Mm -hmm. And then there's the things that like, oh, I can't wait until so-and-so finds this out or I can't wait till the moment of when we discover this thing. You know, when do we find out whose flashcard? And so this, I think, is a good example of anticipating the surprise because I think a lot of people probably caught on like you did last week to the fact that this is going to be Magnus. So you know it's coming. So it's not a giant surprise to most people probably, but you can't wait for it to happen. Just like the the exact reaction that you had. Um, yeah. It seems it seems like counterintuitive that you could anticipate a surprise, but it is that feeling of I can't wait until they find it out. No, mm-hmm. we can't wait till Monica sees Magnus is it's kind of a fun thing to play with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there are there are plenty of like movies and stuff where well, I guess like in the six minutes finale, like where you start with the end and you say like blah blah blah, this happened, and then you go back and show us. So it's like I don't think it necessarily ruins the anticipation or the excitement, even right. if you know what's gonna happen. Right. And some people love it. Some people, you know, read the last page of a book when they start it because they want to know what happens and then they go back to see how it gets there. A lot of people, a lot of people love that feeling. That is criminally the way things go with Mars Patel, because I I look at the numbers every single week and people will always go to the end of season one of Mars Patel and then listen to the last episode of season three of Mars Patel. Oh, wow. It's it's fascinating. It's so totally interesting. They clearly like it. They want to know what happens. Yeah. They just don't want to put the work in. They just don't want to do the work. <laughs> I guess that's it. And that's it. the problem with American youth. I'm oh, kidding. my exactly. God. Exactly. <laughs> Gen Z. No gold stars for any of you. It's true. It's true. Jeez. Participation trophies. Am I right, guys? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm joking. I think everyone We give out trophy. lots of participation trophies here. We do. We do, yeah. We do. Shall we give one? Let's give one. <laughs> that's a lot of dialogue. That was a, that was a very good transition. Thank that you. I appreciate that. Mm, yeah. Getting good at this. <laughs> yeah. James Choppa. I guess we're doing this. I mean, we've got a chopper. Be ashamed for it to go to waste. He's just like excited to use it. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I like I like it. he's he's, but he's also got the experience in his voice. So it's like it's not as good as the one we had last week, but this <laughs> week is pretty good. You yeah, know, we got an M nineteen. Exactly. You know? This week it's an M nineteen. You know, I don't know. Badger baddies. No one has ever escaped. So where they send the super baddies. <laughs> super do you baddies. guys, I, I just want to know, generation check, do you guys know that baddie means like attractive girl? I did not know that. No, but I, but we do, David and I are aware of the fact that if somebody was bad, like you're, you're so bad, you know what I mean? That's like, like from 80s. The, from yeah. the 80s, right, exactly. Because <laughs> yes. you know, so I'm like, bad. So bad. Right. <laughs> but like a baddie is like an attractive. <laughs> that just cost a million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Just so you know, I wonder if the, if, the, if the youths will laugh at that line in the sense of that it's like an attractive girl. Right. Hmm. Anyway. 
just some slang for y'all today. Ask your kids. They'll know. You got like two years left where you're still in on slang. I know it's true. I'm going to be an elder millennial soon. Birdie eavesdrop. I track dad's phone, swim, 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 eavesdrop, eavesdrop, eavesdrop. That is hard to say. Good for her. It is hard to say, yes. Yeah. Um, I can't vouch for the fact that she got it the first time. (laughs) (laughs) That may have taken a couple. Very hard. Birdie sorry butts. Because the bird is here now, and I've come to save your sorry butts. (laughs) I like it. Uh, I love reading that in the show outline as just birdie sorry butts. (laughs) Um, Birdie, Jimmy Badge, and the bird. Leave it, Daddy-O. This Jimmy and the Badge thing is kind of played out. But Jimmy the Badge and the Bird? <laughs> Lit. <laughs> Pretty genius. Yeah. I didn't see that coming. Yep. Uh, let's see all what could possibly go wrong. Three, two, one. What, what could possibly, possibly go, go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. I love yeah. that that thing that he does at the end is so good. <laughs> yeah, uh, pretty a lot of good James in this episode, especially this yeah. one. That's yep. coming up. James Yippee. And he's got the package. Yippee Kaye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love James in these two. It's so good. Pretty <laughs> full name alert. Answer me, James Anders. Oh boy, full name alert. It's <laughs> always a sign. James Tiberius Anders. Yes. Uh, I like just because of the little thing he puts on the end. I like what could possibly could go possibly wrong. Possibly go wrong. Yes. I was gonna. It's a, it's yes. a close one with that in Yippie Kaye. Yeah. It's very close, but I like I agree with you. The, yeah. the sigh at the end is really good. Really, really and good. What could possibly go wrong is definitely a tag that we used at least. Once yeah. or twice, which is why yeah. they're all able to say it together. Yeah. All at the same time. It's, it's one of my make. favorite dad jokes. I say it to my kids mm-hmm. all the time. Look, yes. possibly go wrong. Exactly. exactly. Possibly go wrong. I also think it's fun. The sigh is a little bit like he knows he's in deep doo-doo right yeah. now. Like oh, yeah. Monica is going to be so mad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. This is the ter- terriblest of terrible ideas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, well, okay. Well, James, you win it. You got to win. You got to mm-hmm. win. Uh, we're fresh out of trophies today. They're little, what? they're like plastic, we're fresh out of gold. Trophies. No, I, we just, we've just been giving away so many that I have to order some. Supply and, chain issues. Yeah, Amazon said it's going to be another week. And I anyways. should do like, you know, from a dollar store, they have the, you know, the plastic and it just has like one, number one, and it's a gold medal. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that works. <laughs> just You're going to start having to hand out your Junos to people. Right. It just says, it's a little plastic medal that says, you're terrific. Mm-hmm. Are Junos like music awards? It's the Canadian Grammy. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm sorry. Yes, yes. That's cool. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. There you go. I and you have, a, you have a bunch of them? Five of them. Wow. Mm-hmm. Like That's that. cool. Yeah. yeah. I apologize. That's okay. It's fine. Yes. Is it J-U-N-O or like Juno, Alaska? J-U-N-O. Like Juno, Copy Alaska. That. Yeah. Like the god. Exactly. Well, uh, now that I've insulted you. No, you have not insulted me. I, I forget that uh, I'm actually looking at our, our kids' screen award, which is in front of the Junos now because- for more, tomorrow? More recent. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. What does the award look like? It's like a- Oh, this one? Oh, yeah. this award looks like- Yeah. Looks like all the rest of them. <laughs> <laughs> Shiny. 
I got an award this week for uh, retiring as the program director of the Maplewood South Orange Wrestling Program. Oh, is that true? Wow. Yeah. What did I, they give I, you? I even got a standing ovation. Um, nice. Did you get a big belt? I, I got a nice plaque. Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah. Awesome. Speaking of wrestling, I was I've been thinking of you because I'm a I'm an avid wheel watcher, Wheel of Fortune. Oh, sure. And this week they have everybody paired up with a WWE superstar. Uh-huh. Um so it's like fan and then superstar. Right. So it's been yep. such a fun week to watch. <laughs> nice. It really has been. <laughs> anyway. That was fun. Are they enormous people? Enormous people and, and do they very put them short do they put guests. them next to really short guests or exactly. because they're enormous they just and the guests are normal size exactly one hundred percent you know duck sized horses exactly exactly <laughs> <laughs> all right let's do best sound design what do you say yeah Helly and Hovey. I told you I'd get here first Jimmy. Hoverboard beats helicopter every time. <laughs> that took a Good long sounds. time to get right. Why? Well, just because there's a lot. It's always hard to do the hoverboard when it's flying and they're having a conversation on it because how much reverb you put on, like what would you actually hear if you were up in the clouds mm. or flying in or the sort of fake out of, of Jimmy being able to hear him over the helicopter. helicopter. When does he get out? When, when does, does the helicopter out? blade stop? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, all yeah that true. Stuff. Yeah. True. Yeah, that's complex. It's especially tricky when you've got two people who are not in the same room together recording. Yeah. And so what level of yelling is each of them doing? Right. And if, one, if one's doing up. more, then it doesn't work. And it's, a lot yeah. of times we have to go back and get it from one of them. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, you know, just another day on the job. Unsuccessful best sound design. Test number 183. Unsuccessful. <laughs> really good. Well, good timing by Ivan. Yeah, good yeah. timing. Uh, phone. I yep. love a bag rummage. Well, what makes that work is are those little details, right? So you put the phone in the bag, and then you hear it ring once out of the bag, so you get that instant recognition that it's Absolutely. been pulled out of the bag. Uh, walkie. Okay, everybody good with the plan? Headset's operational? Yes, Dad. I just like it. There's another thing that's really hard and we talk a lot about is like who's on walkie, who's where, who, yep. are, we, who are we with, who do we hear through walkie, all that sort of stuff is like always uh, in a complex seam, tough. Yep. We decided to go with, we're with Birdie in this. Yep. Yep. Mm. Mission noises. Aerial team moving into position. Hover team on the move. Okay, Mr. Board, Birdie will do her job. We need to be ready as soon as that power grid flickers. If I run, stay close. Yep. R2. <laughs> right. <laughs> R2. What's R2D2 doing here? Uh, mission noises too. Go! It's working. The guards are headed your way. I'm going to the cells. Bird? Working on it. Ugh, why is this taking so long? Maybe I should have just cut some wires. Hacking a board seems way safer, right? Suspected prison occasion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff Very going cool. on at once. Yeah, the fireworks are interesting. Mm -hmm. It must be interesting to, like, pick noises for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a text-to-speech app oh, doing yep, the recording. text-to-speech, yep. Oh. Yeah. Badger is kind of sounding like an action hero lately. He is. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, he's becoming, it's literally Jimmy and the Badge now. They are equals. 
Yeah. yeah. It's it's different. It's different. It's cool. Uh, Phil Collins. Badger, you there? Dad. <laughs> that was like in like the first episode of Rewind. I love called it. that thing Phil Collins. I love it. That's a very good way to describe <laughs> yeah. it. I love it. Phil Collins drums. Hospital. Hospital squeak. Ooh, that boy, one. That's hard on the that ears. Isn't it? Rough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, soaked birdie. I found a way to do that. We found a way, Dad. Birdie? <laughs> Love it. Uh, it's, it's, always, it's, always, it's always a thing in the sound design. How long do you keep the uh, dripping going afterwards? Because it mm -hmm. becomes very annoying very quickly. Mm. Box noise. I don't think I like the sound of that. <laughs> I didn't know what that was. Was that mm -hmm. Magnus yelling or something? Let me hear. I don't think I like the sound of that. I think that's the gurney that that's they're the wheeling gurney in, they're right? Wheeling in, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. I just wasn't sure what that was. Uh, Army. Who is that on the gurney? Why is he in a mask? We've taken every precaution. You'll notice the silicone coverings on his hands. James, what did you do? Where would you like the prisoner, sir? Prisoner? Right over here, Carl. <laughs> Carl. 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 Of course it's Carl. It's Carl. I need you to go pick somebody up for Showing me. Showing up in the nick of time. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Boy, what's my favorite one? I think the mission noises is pretty fun. It's just so yeah. it's so in depth, and there's so much stuff going on, and there's so much craziness. But at the same time, you really get that sense of excitement, and you know, it moving forward in an exciting action movie kind of way. Yeah, I mean, there's three different people doing three different things, yeah. and I knew exactly what was going on for all mm -hmm. of it, which is yeah. extremely yeah. impressive. Yeah, totally, totally, totally. All right. What's more fun than busting into a prison? Exactly, Supermax. Yep. Sartakala. Super baddies. <laughs> <laughs> all right, mission. All right, mission noises. You win. There we go. Uh, Trophy will be. I mean, like in a month, he'll yeah, get it. We've got to get him and yeah, you know, maybe engrave maybe him. We'll see. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it's a whole thing. Do we still have our engraving guy, or is he? Is he? We do. Uh, no, he he moved over to oh, a different did. network. Oh, yeah. We need a new engraving guy. All right. I know. I'm sorry. I should have brought that up in the production. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what do we got next? <laughs> oh, we got the, the we got the category that's become and the category. Yes, yes. Yeah. Best six minutes Easter egg or callback. Birdie the mermaid. For Cyrus. Birdie. <sighs> Birdie. Uh, hi guys. Oh, that water's cold. <laughs> it's so Birdie. Totally. And she's like, but no, but none of them had a mermaid, but you do. Right. Right, right. Uh, James in a helicopter. I told you I'd get here first, Jimmy. Hoverboard beats helicopter every time. James with his second time taking a helicopter. There you go. Yeah, he's becoming an old pro at it. Uh, montage music. Nautical team is a go. Security sensors located. Nice work, Bird. I love that. Maybe I asked Anya to change that music, but I don't think I actually gave her direction to use the same music from the. No way. Yeah, I think, I she, think you did. I think did you I? did. I think so. I, I, maybe it may I even did. be in the script. I mean, I think in the script it says, a la the opening montage. Oh, think, so that's what it is. Got it. Yeah, got maybe it. that's yeah, what it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Cyrus's hero, Thomas Edison. If you were awake, You'd quote your hero, Thomas Edison. 
I have not failed 10,000 times. I've successfully found 10,000 ways that will not work. It's a mm-hmm. good, I like it's that. It's a very good quote, yep. Yeah, I hadn't heard that. It's pretty it's good. It's a good one. Yeah. And that's his middle name, isn't it? Isn't he Cyrus Edison Yeah, Anders? it is. I yeah. believe so. Yeah. You wrote it, Dave, so I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you're asking us. You know, what are you asking us for? Uh, holiday crash course on hacking. Holiday gave me a crash course in desecuritizing a security system, but not really my specialty. Uh... Yeah, she's not a supercomputer. Mm-hmm. Nope. But she made the call to Holiday. Carl is head of security. God, I love Carl. Dr. Anders, permission to enter? You have my permission, Carl. Wheel him in. Thank you, sir. He was talking to Monica, yeah. but I think James... Yeah. James stepped in there. James stepped in. James yeah. stepped in. And you know what's, <laughs> what's funny about Carl being the head of security here is that that was not originally something... We didn't think of it when we were writing the script originally. Yeah. And then as we were casting the role... Uh, Graham's name came up as somebody we use all the time. And I was like, wait a second. Why don't we just make him Carl? That makes total sense that they would hire their favorite uh, army sergeant or whatever he was. Corporal. Corporal Carl. Corporal Carl. I just love that he's got this role of Carl that's been going on for like years now. Yeah. (laughs) It's amazing. It's amazing. Pops up every now and then. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's great. And it's, it's, it's such an Easter egg. I just love it. And okay, we got Magnus. Here we go. Long time no see, Monica. Magnus? You know what I'm seeing? I'm seeing, like, smoke, like, slowly billowing out of his, Mm -hmm, like, nostrils mm -hmm. and ears Mm -hmm. as he says that when he gets the mask off. Mm -hmm. It, I just, and his eyes are, like, red. Uh, Very cool. cool. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's what I'm seeing. That's cool. And this was, I think we talked about this before, this was the first time that he was ever in studio with James and Monica, with with Mike and Amy. No way! That's so yep. funny. Yep. Huh. They were like, nice to meet you, Dennis. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I like the montage music. You like montage music? Me too. I think that's a great, great callback. What do you think, Dave? Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, I like that too. Yep. You know, we don't use that cue anywhere else in the entire show ever. Except for in the beginning of six minutes, yeah, yep, that I can recall. I'm I, now. I, think I may it's be. Also I may be wrong, but when I'm, they use, oh no, I think Phil Collins is when they use the hoverboard. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. going to say, I think in the very beginning when they first use the hoverboard, it might also be in that when she hops on hoverboard and takes her to Badger. Yes, yes, yes. Maybe. Yeah, but I mean, in the first, I stopped using that cue in the first couple episodes at least, so that's why it's such a nice callback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, it's cool. I think it's great. Yeah. Yep. Here's a great Dave category debate question. I do have clips we can just debate because Monica's clip is quite long. James or Monica, whose approach is better? Mm -hmm. Yep. So they're Mm. trying to save Cyrus. Monica's approach is kind of to stay the course. Mm -hmm. She's showering Cyrus with love, obviously. She keeps experimenting. Beautiful monologue. And then hoping that, you know, that one of these tests will work out. James is... James's plan is to bust a supervillain out of prison mm-hmm. with the possibility that he will burn everything to the ground. Mm-hmm. Okay, wait. Maybe it's like, what would you do? You know what I mean? Of these yeah, what options. would you do? I mean, I think, I think like, you could look at it if you broke it down and not really looked at the sort of specifics of it. James has an answer that might possibly work. Monica doesn't really have an answer. She doesn't know if there's, she's ever going to find one. You could look at that at it that way. That's how I sort of feel. So to high me, high risk, high reward for James. Exactly, high right. risk, high reward. But it's it's a possible answer. In Monica's, Monica's case, there currently is no answer. 
That's right. So she's sort of hoping for a miracle. Right, exactly. Well, hoping for a miracle and or she's being realistic. I mean, she tells Brinley, like, you should probably come here soon, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, what yeah. are you saying, Dave? I was going to say that I, I would like to think that I would t- t- take the James method, but I probably would take the Monica method. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that I see myself uh, stealing a helicopter and busting someone out of prison. Right. I was actually going to say I would be inclined to do the Monica thing. But I feel like when I have a problem, I can't, like, I have to be active. Mm-hmm. Like, I have to have a, try to find a solution. So I think I would steal a helicopter. <laughs> good. <laughs> right, right. I'm glad. I would it's good. Try and you just told us out. you have access. It's true. Maybe it's because of my access. Relatives. It'd be just easier for me. Mm-hmm. And then you have to ask yourself a question. I mean, when is, in your real life, when is the answer to uh, possibly solving a solution involve just having to break somebody out of a supermax prison? Yeah, that's a good question. You know, I mean, it's only happened to me three, four times me maybe too. in my whole I mean, life. It's very rare. I mean, it's maybe maybe twice. for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I mean, I'm younger, so yeah. I have more time yeah. to break right. into more super security But that is how, my, how I met my wife, and we've been married for 25 years <laughs> oh, now. Oh, so, well, that's yeah. so special. So romantic. <laughs> it's so romantic. <laughs> that's so tell you, special. Dave, you know romance, I tell you. That's true. True that. Same old story. Boy meets girl. <laughs> boy, boy, bust boy, girl out of a supermax <laughs> prison. <laughs> <laughs> out of Zartakala, supermax right. prison. Yeah. <laughs> best cliffhanger. All right, best cliffhanger. Birdie is here. And I'm going to save your sorry butts. Bird. Wait, that was my big action hero moment, and I didn't nail it. I can do better. Birdie. <clears throat> Because the bird is here now, and I've come to save your sorry butts. <laughs> Much better. Oh, brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brother. Another, another great, another great James. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we got, uh-oh. All guards assemble. Suspected prisoner collision. All guards assemble. Uh-oh. Suspected prisoner collision. So are those prisoners like yeah, yeah, it's out class, and about? It's a classic. Yeah. It's the classic. It's pretty cool. Yeah, really, really good. Solstice isn't letting her leave. There has to be. Why don't you come back tomorrow morning after your classes and we'll reassess then, okay? No, not okay. I need to. Try to have a good night, Brindley. Ugh. I'm getting off this island one way or another. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, it's going to be hard to beat this one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Play it again. Play it again. Here it is. <gasps> Long time no see, Monica. Magnus? Very. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you guys think, I mean, Dennis was a grown man when he recorded Magnus. Um, do you think he sounds older? Different? No, I don't think so. What do you think? Yeah, I don't think so either. No, no. I, I think once you hear him say more than one line, but in that moment, I remember thinking, wow, he sounds a little different. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, I mean, His like, hair's longer. Uh, the Dennis's? I wasn't at that session, so I didn't <laughs> get He's got a point. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, when he first recorded, he was an adult, but he was playing like an older teenager. I mean, listen to Badger's voice. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. I, st- I still think Magnus passes for like 17, 18, you know? Yeah, he was a I, young I think, adult. He was right. early 20s. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, that that still works for me. Yeah, I think I think he takes that away. That's it's so good. It's so good. Uh well yeah, that that's that absolutely that's that has to be the one. 
Magnus plays a big part in the um, Casey novel, by the way. Really? Yes, we get to see Casey and Magnus's relationship before six minutes. Do we have a release date for that? Uh, I believe <laughs> it's the fall. Next fall? Like this fall or the following fall? I think it's this fall. <laughs> Did I sound very, yeah. very convincing? Yeah. You're calling your publisher? I do not know. I am not. A, I have no idea. So it, it could be this fall or next fall. Okay. I'm staying out of it. It's so funny. The the listeners come here for the background information and we're like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's fall Beats 2023. Me. That's great. Nice. That's very exciting. I actually, I was just going to say that it's just interesting to be telling two separate stories that I that we we know will unite. They're united in the reason that Brinley's there. But these two episodes were pretty heavily Anders cited, you know? Yes, that's right. Um, but we learned some interesting stuff. Like, I, I have this note about Penn being Solstice's son. Mm-hmm. What is that about? What is that's that about? New. That's new. Mm-hmm. That was very interesting so to can me. Can we trust him? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You yeah, also have a note about fake science. Oh yeah, play the fake science. It's fun. Here we go. I looked at those plans. What's the prison's first line of defense? Subaquatic external security sensors. And the power to those sensors and all the entire security grid is? Underwater. They send out electrical pulses that short out scuba gear, but... But what if you didn't need a scuba gear? The reason nobody's ever been able to get in or out of that place before? They never had a mermaid. But you do. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. It all sounds real, right? Yeah, yeah. I like how James answers in a way. He's like, well, of course that's what they would be. You know what yep. I mean? Like, it's like nothing. Sure, yeah. subaquatic, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I also like that Birdie is like suddenly genius. And like mm-hmm. she's like, and this is how it works. I looked at the plans. <laughs> that's pretty good. I liked that. Well, for MVP, I'm just going to say James, James. All, all the way hands James, down. James, I don't think James, there's James. any I argument. I completely agree. Yeah. This is this is a James. Great. This is these are two James episodes that are just classic. Totally. Did you great. know? By the way, that made me think of the fact that the government sometimes brings in Hollywood screenwriters and has them come up with all kinds of crazy scenarios of like terrorist attacks and things like Did that. Did I tell you and that? Maybe we talked about that before, but yeah, because we were talking about the the podcast Nine Twelve. Oh yeah, which won mm-hmm. podcast of the year last year? Right. I think. But what were you saying? Maybe we didn't talk about it. Sorry. Go ahead. Well, yeah, I just was saying that this idea of like you know sometimes science comes from the ideas of of screenwriters. Right. Even though they're making they're making up science, but sometimes they come up with things and then government decides, oh, we should maybe try to make that. Right. And the classic example in terms of science coming to real life from an actual show is uh, the tricorder from from yep. Star Trek. Yeah. What is that? The tricorder is like a it's their communication device. Yeah, exactly. Like it's like a it's like a flip cell phone. Oh. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, so, right. you so want- in the 60s they basically had they came up with the idea for cell phones. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, funny. if you watch the original Captain Kirk is using uh, a flip phone like a mo- like what became the Motorola sort mm-hmm. of flip phone. Huh. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That is cool. That's very interesting. Yeah, well that was pretty easy. No argument there. No argument there. I no. mean, it was it was pretty clear cut, right, right. but I have I have some questions. Friends. Yeah, so what's your unanswerable question of the mm-hmm. week, Jess? Okay, well, I have like one that's kind of grander and one that's yes or no. I don't really need to preface these. I can just say them. Okay. <laughs> what are they going to offer Magnus? What is possibly in it for him? Because I'm like, he hates them mm-hmm. and he's he in does. prison. Mm-hmm. Yes. The only thing I can think of is them being like, you're not going to be in prison anymore. But I wouldn't. 
offer him that because I can't trust him. So I'm like, I, I'm just so curious about what the negotiation is going to be. So that's mm-hmm. one of my. I mean, it's a real. That's a real conundrum. Would you set a a maniacal supervillain loose to save your son? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's a very good question. Yeah, yep. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I remain silent. Um. <laughs> That kind of reminds me of the Last of Us question. Um, yes, totally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. And can we trust Jude? And that's a yes or no. And I have. I think I've gonna, I'm gonna. i going to plant my flag in the sand, and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I think I'm going to trust Jude. Okay. I think okay. that is what I'm going to do as a character in this story. Okay. <laughs> I am going to trust Jude. <laughs> so there you go. I think we and should you put you in as a character in the story. Yeah. Uh, please. <laughs> You're the love that. podcast teacher at Elixir Academy. Yeah. That does feel like something they'd have. Yeah. Sure. I think, or, or you could just have, you know how, uh, you just have Jess walk as herself through through a scene where they're like, oh, hey, look, it's Jess from. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Isn't that Jess from GZM Rewind? Yeah, yeah. Right. Hello. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Listen to my new podcast, super, Podcast super, Settle Pending. Yeah, super meta. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Just be like, oh, yeah, I made a new podcast. It's awesome. You should right. listen to it. And then you're way Renly's off in like, the distance. Okay. You're like, hey, guys. <laughs> as you're walking by my my travel agent booked me for a vacation on elixir key it's weird exactly exactly yeah <laughs> my travel agent yeah. right what's she doing in florida yeah i actually got a mailbag while we were recording oh cool do you mind if i mm, no, ask no, it because it's really it's really quick one from isabella so she's a little confused about when cyrus is knocked unconscious in a secret corridor in elixir how does he get from there back to holiday corp well, they found him not there. They found him right. on the mainland. He was back across the water somehow. Yeah. Because remember, he, he arrives on a helicopter, right? The helicopter. He arrives on a helicopter? Yeah. So they take his unconscious body on a helicopter to Alaska. Correct. He was, he was found by the authorities. A... Yeah, they, he was found by the authorities who, you know, called James and Monica, I suppose. Uh, and also, really we know get a helicopter that far, though, right? It'd be an, it'd be a plane. You don't remember my amazing acting as the as the uh, helicopter pilot slash uh, you know doctor? I think. What did you? Remember? What was it? Remember, he's on the gurney, and he's like, he's like, yeah, he says BP one fifty. Yep. Yeah. You okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There you there you go. Uh, I would imagine, in answer to how far a helicopter can fly, I would imagine he probably was on a plane first, yes. and then they helicoptered him from there to Whittier Corp. Yeah. Where the best doctors in all this of Juneau, Alaska are waiting. Yeah. This makes sense. <laughs> yeah. The best doctors in Juneau, Alaska. <laughs> mm-hmm. Monica. It's like it's and like it's like Monica. and Monica, right. <laughs> yep. Monica right, Anderson. Right, right. And Dr. <laughs> Ivan. Right. <laughs> and Dr. Nick Riviera. He he lives in, from The Simpsons. He lives Hi, everybody. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, who? Dr. Well, Zaslow. Yeah, Dr. Zaslow. Dr. Zaz, of yeah. course. I was gonna say very exciting episode because next week is a rest week for us. Not for y'all. Y'all will be getting your episode next week, but in the real time of us recording, it is spring break. Spring break. Mm-hmm. Spring break. Yeah. So we're going to get to sleep. Yeah. We're going to get to sleep. Nice. Rest. We'll all, we're all heading down to Daytona. Yeah. All of us. Yeah. We, we'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> That's what GZM's really into. Exactly. <laughs> That's what we do. Yeah. Big, <laughs> big spring breakers. Spring break. <laughs> big, big, big spring breakers. Big, big. Uh oh. Hang on, Jess, hurry. Uh, no, don't hurry up. What do you got to say? You got something? Well, um, next week, I I think I'm going to buy a new plant. Um, a new plant? A new plant, oh. yeah. So anyway, uh, listen to episodes 15 and 16. Download the GZM app. Peace, love, and oboes. Peace, yeah. love, and oboes. Get that Peace, app. Peace, love, and oboes. Brady Brindley. 
It's me, Jess. This is a message for all the Six Minutes podcast fans out there. Have you heard? There are new episodes in the Six Minutes feed called The Ivan Dispatch. I won't go into details, but Ivan found something. A box containing audio cassettes recorded decades ago. And it looks like they were recorded by Cyrus. If you're a fan and you're not following the show, you may have missed out. Search for Six Minutes and click the follow button so you never miss an episode. And if you haven't heard Six Minutes yet, what are you waiting for? Search for Six Minutes, start a season one, episode one, and enjoy the most downloaded family audio drama in history. Hey, parents and teachers, have you heard about gzmclassroom.com? It's a website where teachers can get companion resources for everyone's favorite GZM shows. Six Minutes, Mars Patel, Podcast Title Pending, Seis Minutos, The Res, Becoming Mother Nature, Iowa Chapman and the Last Dog, Treasure Island 2020, The Hollow, Young Ben Franklin, and The Big Fib all have companion resources for additional critical thinking, listening comprehension, and ultimately creativity. We made them just for you. And oh yeah, they're free. Free! The people on Facebook didn't believe us, but they are F-R-E-E free. Head to gzmclassroom.com and get yours today.